0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Verbal Wildfire. I'm Danny Smits, and this is my co-host, Cousin Jimmy Smits. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hola, hermano. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, We are going to have a fun episode today talking about some new shit. But before we do, I want to make a real quick rant. and It's not going to get too heavy or anything. I'm just fucking pissed had a conversation with someone before this podcast. that has got me very lit the fuck up. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast and you have read the news about Superman being bisexual and that makes you upset in any way, guess what? It's not for you. Fuck off. Just like get that through your skull that none of this shit is for you anymore. I don't even care about his sexual orientation, but it doesn't fucking matter. If that's like your reason for not reading the comic, and if you don't, if you care that much about who Superman loves, it's not for you. So fuck off. Just I want to make that explicitly clear. And I'm sure for the people, because we have about three listeners each week. So if you're listening, and like Dan, obviously I'm not talking to you, bud. Like, <laughs> like the people who listen here don't care about that. But I had a conversation with a very homophobic homophobic piece of shit before this podcast started that has me like fired up Uh, i'm not going to get into it too much but yeah if if that if if this is maybe my way of making a pot shot at dc so our podcast can be normal again if your reason to not read dc in the last couple of years is not because of the terrible storylines they've written and it's because of someone's sexual orientation then fuck off it's not for you go to go do something else and don't Trust me. You're in. You're if you're trying to like say something because you think no one's going to be brave enough to say it. That's also bullshit because that's what people are doing right now. That's the loudest voice right now is the people that are up in arms over this. So if you have an opinion about it, keep it to yourself. That's it.
1: I have an opinion about it, which I would not like to keep to myself. Uh so correct me if I'm wrong, because I only remember hearing about this. Like I, I saw it on Twitter in passing, and I'm like, okay. And I just kept fucking scrolling. Um, it's it's Lewis and Clark's uh, kid.
2: Yep, yeah, John, it's uh,
1: John, John John Kent. John Kent, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm gonna liken this. Now, while they're not the same thing, but the reaction, uh, I think you'll understand where I'm going with this. That they're moving forward with the Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Superman uh, project, mm-hmm. which I believe that is going to be the Kal Zod character. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, granted, both of these are not Clark Kent, but even if they were, who gives a shit? Because there, it's it's funny how over the years you look at certain things a certain way, and then afterwards. Maybe it's just you know you get older or or priorities change or you know you might be ignorant towards something and then finally just one day it clicks I I don't know but it's if they come out with a new version of something it doesn't take away what already exists they could do whatever the they could you know turn Superman into whatever the hell they want. You'll still have Christopher Reeve. You'll still have George Reeves. You'll still have Tom Welling. You'll still have Henry Cavill. You'll still have, you know, Brandon Routh. You'll still have any one of them. The, the comic version, the, the burn version. The, you'll still like, have Dean Cain if you're one of the three. <laughs> oh, so fucking disappointing. Dean Cain who had to comment on that. So I saw two things. One, the aforementioned in Twitter where it was like, oh, okay. And then Fox News has Superman Dean Cain. And I'm just like, yo, there is a, there is a very small clip. Um, it's on Twitter. It's on YouTube. I'm going to try to look it up on YouTube and hope that it's a WWE thing. So hopefully it doesn't get a, you know, buy. I mean, <laughs> WWE
0: is not paying attention to us. Our <laughs> listeners don't pay attention to us. Uh, but well, we, do, we do give Chris Jericho more mentions than most people do. So maybe he listens. This is my reaction
1: <clears throat> to Dean Kane. Shut up, bitch! I knew it
0: was coming. I <laughs> hoped it was that was one of the few WWE references I got immediately, and I was hoping it was that. Yes. <laughs> In case anyone didn't hear it the first time, here let's do a little role play.
1: Role yeah. play. <clears throat> say you're Dean Kane. Say something, whatever fucking shit he'd say. Uh, uh- I don't think Superman should be bisexual because I played him fifteen years ago. Shut up, bitch. It it, it just it works so well, works so well. Um, it's it and it's this idea of just gatekeeping. Yep. Which it's like if you don't like something, don't watch it, don't read it, don't like it. Tell your friends you think it sucks, whatever. But, like, I, man, I know it, people just suck. They got it, and what makes it the worst, What the, the reason I find out, I find is one of the worst, is that it's always the most obnoxious, ignorant, hateful people who have the loudest voices yep. and who will never shut up about it. Like, they have to make it known, okay, congratulations, you either don't like gay people, or you're not willing to admit it, and any kind of thing like that to you means it's less manly. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know what's, you know what's less manly? Having an opinion like that. Yep. So, you know. Yeah. Super, I I'll put it this way, these people who claim to be such fucking big Superman fans... I know this is going to be a little what if scenario because Superman isn't real. But if you love the character so much that you are you claim that you're a huge fan and yet you have such a problem with it. All right. Let's take that character of Superman that you love so much. How would they react to it?
2: Yep. You know.
1: Maybe maybe you don't. Maybe you're really not a big Superman fan. Maybe you're more like Homelander. <laughs> I'm just saying. But Homelander
0: Isn't... was into some freaky shit. So yeah, I was going to say he would probably <laughs> be a little bit more accepting. I'm I don't pretty know. sure he swings both ways. <laughs> yeah. Like Every which way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So rant over if, if if even if you just like scrubbed ahead to now, I get it because, you know, we do this podcast to not talk about dumb shit like that. But. Thank you for indulging me, because I I was telling Jen before we started. I was like, I'm I'm pissed, I'm heated, and I have to say something before like I like punch a hole in my computer. <laughs> you said you said we don't talk about. I thought all we do is talk about dumb shit. I just <laughs> assume
1: anything that I say is just fucking dumb. Yep. Like yesterday, um, I I was I came on your hey. <laughs> I was I a uh, I guest. I On another podcast where we did the fantasy draft of like 1970 songs. And this is not a lie. As soon as I was done with it, I was so disappointed in all the shit I said. Where I was like saying to myself, I was like, God, you were fucking awful. (laughs) Like that was terrible. What the hell were you talking about? You're making corny ass fucking lame jokes, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> like it, it got really bad. Like I was so just annoyed with pretty much everything I said. Where um, you know, he'd be like, "Hey, hey, Jim, what do you think of that pick?" And I'd just be
0: like, it's a good pick."
1: You know, it's oh god. I was.
0: Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, everyone does that with anything they do on a podcast. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're if you're if you want to listen to another podcast please listen to this first but uh, i host another podcast called planet fantasy where we we draft like pop culture things and we had jim on uh, as one of our two guests to draft draft 1970s songs uh, i thought it was great cuz you even said during the episode you were like at this point i'm just saying shit to see kyle's reaction <laughs> yeah which was it great
1: was, <laughs> i a lot of my and, and it was it's funny a lot of my picks if you could just if if like after Fantasy Drift, you have to come up with a team name. Yeah. I think the best way to describe my picks is the reaction I got after every single fucking pick. Well, it's not the one I would have picked. <laughs> so maybe that's my team name. It's not the one I would have picked. Meaning, you know what? You know. Maybe I should have picked a fucking song that has like a goddamn wind chime or some shit. I, I don't know. All of all of this is really just me angry at me. <laughs> so it's it's part of the uh it's part of the self deprecating and, and just self hating nature that I possess. So oh, Ugh.
0: That's what you listen to this podcast for, ladies and gentlemen. For ugh. us to shit on ourselves.
1: We're in a bad way. Um <laughs> so finished with one rant. I gotta go into my own rant. So I was at um, uh, My nephew's little league game earlier today. And I'm not going to rant on the coaches. Or it's, it should be an instructional league. And I feel like the coaches aren't doing goddamn shit. Some of them are. They just happen to be the coaches of the other team. Um, so. I'll try to condense the story. My nephew's team, the, the kid who was pitching. Hit three kids in the back in a row. Now, never a good thing. Hurts like hell. But these are kids in an instructional league. They're starting to try to throw harder. And the harder you try to throw, the less control you have. So one gets hit. Second one gets hit. Third one gets hit. And then after that, they're like, all right, you got to take the pitcher out. Which I think is fair. There is um, a mother on the team... She might have even been the mother of the kid who was the pitcher. Starts yelling at the other parents, yelling at the opposing coach. Then one of the fathers was yelling at the ump. And then it was it was just really, really a mess. An inning later, um, another kid gets hit. So then that same father who was arguing with the ump decides to start making fun of the kid who got hit. It's like, what? They got, they got like 17 people on their team. They really, because the kid gets hit and he goes to the ground. It's like, oh, come on. And to the point where the, the wife is like, stop it, stop it. And I'm just like, you are a fucking embarrassment. And then after that, it's arguing. There was another point, that same guy, they wanted to call on a strike. And there's the umpire. The umpire stands behind the pitcher. So called it a ball. And the guy, this is probably my favorite moment in the entire thing. And the guy goes, What? ump where was that? And the umpire stops what he's doing, turns right to him and says, in the ground. And I'm just like, by the way, it was. Um, And it's just like, yo, this is Little League. These are, they're not even 10 years old. They're like eight, seven and eight, something like that. You know, you have a lot of strikeouts, you have a lot of walks, you have a lot of errors, but... You just want your kids to try their best, have some semblance of fun, and you try to teach them something along the way. But these that's the one thing about Little League and about the kids' sports that I absolutely hate. You are an obnoxious parent. You sit the fuck down and you keep your mouth shut. It's it was I was just standing there, and I was like, oh my God, I I I just couldn't believe it. And I gave you the condensed version. I'm not going to tell you every single thing that the guy said and when. shit Because it just went on. And everything he had a problem with. And they tried to make this claim where there were th- It was like, no, there was three outs. the three outs up. And the ump explained it. It's like, oh, there's only two outs. And then some woman goes, well, I got three. And I'm like, well, congratulations. You're sitting in the stands. And, by the way, there were only two outs. The problem is... They don't like the umpire. So now whatever the umpire says, they're going to have a problem with it. And I'm like, at the end yeah. of the day, you're doing all of this. And really, it's a bunch of eight year olds just trying to play baseball. Yeah, It it's dude. It sickens me and it just brings me. I'm like. Over the last two years, maybe my. Um, tolerance for people and their petty and ignorant bullshit. I just don't have it anymore. Yep. I don't. It doesn't mean I'm going to be aggressive towards people, but it's like if someone says something really fucking ignorant, there is no explanation. There is no conversation. There is no second chance. Boom. I'm done. I'm going to stay away from you. Yeah. That's really, I'm at that point. I'm just like, no, I'm not playing fucking kids games anymore. I'm not placating something I knew was wrong when I was like, 15 it, yeah. it's
0: it's you know it sucks i feel like the thing with that too is like those parents would probably like nine out of ten times would justify that kind of behavior as like i'm just really invested in like my kids whatever like no you're not this is you making this about you like for whatever pathetic reason like you're trying to find like self-esteem or value in a fucking little league game that your kid's playing like it's just it's embarrassing uh, yeah that god i remember i remember that from when i played little league like i i have very distinct memories of that of like parents on On my team, like, my teammates had parents who were just so fucking involved and so, like, every game. It was embarrassing. Like, as a teammate being like, I just want to fucking play baseball. And, like, these parents are ruining the experience for literally everyone. Yeah. It doesn't become about you playing anymore. Because the
1: attention isn't on the kids where it should be. The attention is on the obnoxious whack job who's sitting in the stands. Yeah. I see it over and over and over. And it's just. Man. It it just makes me sick. I'm just I, I don't I don't know. It's it's very um it's very hard to be in a good mood these days because I feel like there's so many of them, and now over the last couple of years, I feel like their voices are as loud as ever. Yeah, and it's almost like a okay, you know, I think that my voice matters, and I'm going to be as obnoxious and ignorant and short sighted. And lack any kind of awareness. But you know what? Free country. So I'm just going to fucking say it. And another thing that I hate. I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Is when you have a setting like that. And you hear parents openly cursing. Like I get it. To some that might not be a big deal. But if you. Let me put it this way. If that's how you raise your kid and that's how you are in your house, then whatever. But when you're in a public setting, chill out. Yeah. You know, it's, but it's a microcosm. It's, it's a perfect example of, like, all well, these things rolled in one. I don't even have to describe what they look like. Anyone listening to this are 0.7 listeners. You can probably picture the person or the people, yeah. and, and probably a, a pretty damn good guess.
0: Yeah. And even if you can't, just look up the trailer for the Lightyear movie, because everyone's been roasting the character design for him, which is so funny. But he looks like that kind of dad who like married his, married his high school sweetheart. You know, like still wears his Letterman jacket. That's that's the person. That's he's probably named like Trent.
1: <laughs> hey Trent,
0: what? <laughs> what? It's always what. What are you
1: going over there? Get me another Budweiser. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, get me another of them Bartles and James wine coolers.
0: <laughs> it's getting close to Slingblade again. It's getting you're getting, you're getting close yeah. to Slingblade.
1: I reckon I don't have no reason to kill nobody. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. French fried taters. <laughs> Man, I used to. I I love doing voices. Some of them, some of them, granted, in my head, sound great, but yeah. I recognize on the other side of it are not great. But I just do it to amuse myself because I enjoy it. And some of it could be they could be garbage on the outside, but inside my head, I'm like, yeah, that was fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and in, in, in summation, people are shitty. Don't be shitty. Be be I'm not even gonna say be nice, because like you can do the bare minimum and just be a decent human being to other people. Just be like, decent. Yeah. That's it. It's literally it takes zero effort. Just be a decent person. Um God. Anyway, uh yeah. We we had to get that out of the way. Because, you know, like we said, we do all we all we do is talk about dumb shit on this podcast. But occasionally, you know, we have to say something because that's just like you said, I don't think I don't even think it's more things that are like pissing me off. It's more that, like you said, like my tolerance for it is just getting lower and lower. Like it's not that more things are. Ha- it's like they've always been happening, but now I'm just at the point of like I don't give a shit anymore, and I have so little patience for it that if someone's, I, this is why I love. I'm a, I mostly hate the internet, but this is why I love the internet is because someone says something stupid and I can just reply and just be like, haha, fuck off. And just like, in in three words, just be like, I'm conveying how little you matter right now. Like, you just typed like two paragraphs of why you're so outraged about this stupid shit no one cares about. And you just come back with the fuck off. And it's, do they have nothing to say to that? They're just like, oh, well, (laughs) it really doesn't matter. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's, it's
1: just, it's vapid, uh, you know, uh, friend frat daters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was more tolerant because remember, John Ritter's character in that is gay.
0: That's right.
1: He was more tolerant
0: than all these motherfuckers. This is the only time we're ever going to say this be more like Sling Blade. <laughs> Verbal Wildfire, the official Sling Blade podcast. Counting down the days until the inevitable sequel in twenty twenty seven. All right, Probably, let's, uh, yeah, let's move on. That's, that's let's talk enough. about shit. <laughs> that's enough of that. Um, let's talk about worse shit, like fucking Morbius. Yeah, let's just say, like, it's not like we have like great things to talk about. Aww. So there was a, there was a new trailer for Morbius. Uh, I'm assuming you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> my favorite i woke up to like it already being announced and like dan had already posted it in our facebook group my favorite thing was waking up and going to that post and, like the third comment down is jim just says um <laughs> 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 it's a perfect <laughs> summation of how i feel watching
1: this trailer <laughs> i watched uh... <laughs> i felt nothing i was just like i, I wasn't angry I wasn't disgusted. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't looking forward to it. I wasn't excited. I was just like, um, okay.
0: (laughs) That's a thing.
1: (laughs) You made, you made a
0: Morbius movie. Why? Why, why did you do that? Um, yeah, I just, well, first of all, in a very like, Practical sense. I thought it was tripping from the first trailer. I was like, maybe I just, like, miss. I I saw something wrong. He, like, walks by a a mural of what looks like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man suit. And it's got the word murderer on it. So I assume they're, like... Maybe that's their way of saying this is in the Tom Holland universe. Like, the MCU, because of the fallout of Far From Home. But it's the Sam Raimi suit. So that makes no sense. But, But then... Michael Keaton shows up yeah. as Adrian Toomes in that trailer. And then it's way more confusing in this trailer because in this one you get a shot of Oscorp, but it's clearly the the Oscorp tower design from the amazing Spider-Man movies. But then you get that that fucking mural again. <laughs> it's clearly the Raimi suit. And then you get Michael Keaton again. So it's like, what is going on? <laughs> there's there's
1: two more things. One. There's a snapshot of a of a poster where I mean uh, not a poster, uh, the paper of the Daily Bugle. Yeah, where it has two little things at the top. One mentions Black Cat, and the other one mentions Rhino.
0: Oh wow, I'm, I
1: missed that. Yeah. Um, and then also he he makes a venom joke at the end. So
0: stupid.
1: I'm like, what are you doing? Where <laughs> like are they? Is Sony? I can imagine. And Sony executives are just sitting there with a bottle of, like, friggin' tequila or some shit. And they're just like, yeah, let's screw over those fucks at Marvel. What can we do? Let's put a Venom joke in. (laughs) But, all right, we're going to put Oscorp. Let's make it the different design. And then let's make the design for this. And then we'll talk about Rhino. And they're like, we can't do that. And then one exec goes, why not? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna watch it anyway. <laughs> just put it in there. I mean, like, are you really gonna build a franchise
0: for Morbius? Yeah, it's just Yo, the movie's gonna bomb so hard. Well, it's already set up for failure because it's coming out in January. So, fuck it's you. Like they January. fuck you. It's January. So it's like they know that they this is a bad movie and they just want to bury it. So it's coming What's out in January. Top? What's the date in January? I think it's like. January twenty second, I wanna uh, say.
1: Or a that... release date. I almost don't want to search this because then it's gonna be in my search results. It's be,
0: yeah. Um January twenty-eighth. Twenty-eighth. Okay. I think twenty second is Scream. That's what I was thinking of.
1: Yeah, I wanna see um I wanna see what movies it's up against. Two yeah. movies. Um uh, movies coming out January twenty eighth. Morbius. Uh, I only see Morbius. <laughs> um, that's that's uh the yeah that's all I got. So uh, oh, interesting.
0: Well, I mean, it, it, yeah, but either way, if I, I think I was thinking, yeah, January second twenty second is Scream. So that's still gonna be. And that's just its second week, so that's everyone's gonna gonna want to go see that and not Morbius. Hopefully, I, I
1: hope I hope. Dude, it, I mean, I know it's Scream all, but imagine. Let me paint you a picture where the fifth franchise entry of Scream, a January horror movie, in its second week of release, somehow beats out the Sony comic book movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. I mean really it's so what I mean Tyrese is in it. Mm. Um it, yeah. What? I'm like, hey, good for him, he's gonna work. Uh, uh, I I don't really know anything about Morvius other than he's just the living vampire. Yeah. Um in the comics he has some pretty sweet threads, which I wish and I'd rather see that than Jared Leto just in a black cloak. Um, I just, I, why is anyone going to care about this movie? Is someone sitting there to be like, let's take, okay, let's go to the DC uh, side of things. Lobo has been a character who's had a lot of rumored projects. Now, even though Lobo is not anywhere near the top tier of anything, you will still have some Lobo fans who are, like, hardcore Lobo fans.
0: are there really any hardcore Morbius fans? I mean, there's going to be people who say, like, they're going to come out of the, the woodworks and say that they are. But, yeah, before this movie was announced, no one gave, gave a shit about Morbius.
1: Yeah. I Still, people don't. Um, I think... Yep. The majority of their fans are going to really be fans who are like, well, I really like Craven the Hunter more, but I don't know if we're going to get him. So
0: fuck it. I'll just. Well, did you? I mean, you've seen we're getting the Kraven movie as well, right? What? Yeah. OK, th- I'm glad you haven't heard this because I'll let you guess who's playing him. Morbius we talked about doesn't make us mad, but it's like just whatever. This fucking pisses me off because I like Craven. Uh Any hints? Uh, let's see. He, he's been in a Marvel uh, movie before. Uh, an MCU in, one? An MCU movie. He's a minor character in a Marvel movie. Well, somewhat minor.
1: Um, <laughs> it's, I know it's not him, but I'm just laughing at the idea of Toby Jones. <laughs> a, a Raven <laughs> um, I love that.
0: <laughs> so he's been, how many, okay. How many? MCU movies has he been in? One MCU movie, people expected him to return in an MCU show that came out this year.
1: Oh, shit. They're making Quicksilver Craven?
0: Yep. <laughs> They're making Kick Ass Craven? <laughs> They're making the Charisma Vacuum Aaron Taylor Johnson Craven oh, and the Hunter. Oh, gosh, man. Yeah. Just makes no sense. Like, no sense whatsoever. Why are they, I I just don't. <sighs> And they're making all these movies
1: independent from Spider-Man. Like, yeah. even Morbius makes a Venom joke,
0: but no reference to Spider-Man. Right. I don't, well, I don't... it even... I think it doubles down on the Venom thing, because before he makes the stupid-ass Venom joke, they talk about, like, whatever just happened in San Francisco. And I yeah. think... I just saw Let There Be Carnage, and I already forgot. But I think it's it's in San Francisco. I was like, Ant-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Ant-Man's in San Francisco. Jimmy Woo! <laughs> uh, you know, it's that it's, it's guy
1: with the magic tricks. <laughs> um, Morbius is it's whatever. I guess if you're into that sort of thing, great. But I think that's a character that if anyone comes out and says, Oh, yeah, Morbius is one of my favorites, everyone's immediately going to go, Sure, Jan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah jared leto man Wait, what jared leto and also jared leto who looks like he's playing his character from dallas buyers club as morbius like it's just like what's happening what's going on right now Oh no. um yeah I, I i i don't get it i mean is there any is there any example of a like a standalone, like what they're trying—they've been trying to do—they did with Joker. Like, would you be into any of that version of a story for any like villain or antihero? Uh, yeah. Um,
1: are we talking Marvel or DC or There's any? Yeah. Sure. I think there are. You no, know, Venom works just because they have. Even though he did really start as like a Spider-Man villain, he managed to get more into the anti-hero thing. Right. Um yeah. it's also the reason I don't like them making a Black Adam movie. Yeah. Because I don't want to see him as an anti-hero. I want to see him as a villain fighting Shazam, Captain yeah. Marvel. Right. Um as far as any kind of villain or anti-hero that gosh, I mean, I don't I don't really know. Um I just so don't. what makes a lot of these villains great is the hero or, or you know, you need the protagonist against the antagonist yeah. without it. Just have an antagonist. I mean, you're just centering around Jared Leto. <laughs> Who never wants good,
0: yeah. Never <laughs> a good move.
1: He's a good actor, but everything that he's in, I feel like has a powerhouse on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be Dallas Buyers Club or you know or Rec Room for a Dream or my so called life, shout out to you Claire Dang. Um <laughs> But um, this, I mean, if your acting juggernaut co star is going to be Tyrese Gibson, I mean, I'm I'm much as a fan, and I wonder does Jerry Jerry Jer- 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 Leto does Jared Leto just call him like? Uh, God, what was that movie? Um that he was in
2: Baby something. Baby Driver?
1: He wasn't in Baby no, Driver. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said Baby O, but that's that's McKelty Williamson's character in uh Conair. Tyrese oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gibson Baby Boy, baby boy. Oh so uh, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I I thought of it before I had to look it up. Uh, Does Jared Leto just walk around set going like, hey, baby boy. (laughs) Does Tyrese Tyrese tell him pockets ain't empty, cuz? I mean, I don't know. He probably asked Jared what more does he want from him. Yeah. Uh, And and this should probably, to wrap the bow, because I don't want to keep talking about Morbius, (laughs) because I get nothing out of it, is the fact that a good 90% of our Morbius talk has not really been about the movie. So <laughs> if that doesn't say something, you know, what will? Yeah,
0: really? Yeah, so look for look for Morbius in theaters, or really just fucking don't. Uh, we're going to go okay, to a break. Good. Question, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Right before the break, we're going to do a little um, role play here. Imagine you're Jared okay. Leto, mm-hmm. and you need to sell me on a Morbius movie. <laughs> Think about it for a moment. Yeah, give me a second. And then just imagine I'm the one with the money. And I'm going to fund the Morbius movie. Or I'm, you know, my money is what's at stake. And you're Jared Leto. My so-called life's Jared Leto. Urban legend's Jared Leto. And you want me to pay for your movie. you got to pitch the Morbius movie to me and why people would actually want to see a Morbius movie.
0: All right. This is uh, my response. as Jared Leto. I want it. Come on, give me it. Give me it. Give me it. Come on, give me it. Just give me the election. I'm sorry. Please. Please. Uh, it's about election for money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <sighs>
1: We're back here, and I just want to say I'm against violence, and I'm not afraid to say it. It's bold. Bobby
2: Newport.
1: Bobby Newport.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're just wasting time, Jerry. (laughs) Hey,
1: it's still better than the Morbius talk. Uh, What else else do we got on the docket, young Kyle?
0: Uh, So they released uh, the first trailer for The Book of Boba Fett. Um, Is Gina Carano starring as Boba Fett? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's starring in a Ben Shapiro directed lifetime movie and I wish that was me making a joke but that's a real thing that's happening.
1: Oh, she, oh, oh All right. Um yep. Hey, I got one thing to say to everyone at that movie's production, especially Ben Shapiro.
2: Shut up,
1: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get old. I had to uh,
0: Oh man, I love it. That's uh, the new Gun because I'm on board with this one. Um, I should yeah. I me. God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. So I didn't see the trailer because
1: I'm going to say something that not a lot of people are willing to admit. I never really gave much of a shit about Boba Fett. Yep. He's an empire and he, quote, air quotes, dies in jedi and everyone's like oh my god boba fetts awesome I'm like why was he really yeah he kind of gets
0: punked out <laughs> and i'm cool <laughs> with it i but, think i think he's less of a morbius type thing where people like pretended to be fans because they did a lot of like legends like a lot of the books yes, kind of gave yes. him some more there was thread. more
1: extended material that actually yes it, people right. say it's a very very good point People say, "Oh, Boba Fett's my favorite character." Whatever. I wouldn't doubt them. I wouldn't yep. laugh at them the way I would if they said Morbius. Okay. Boba Fett. It's just a case of like, he's not. I mean, you know, my favorite Star Wars character. It's Chewy. <laughs> not one of my better ones. Um, it's Chewy. My, my best ones come if I yawn at any point. If I feel a yawn coming on, then I can really hit that. Yep. But um, yeah, it's it's fine. Um, whatever i'm very like it's it's hard for me to get uh uh too excited about yet another one of these shows or yet another superhero movie or yet another comic book entity it's like
0: yeah you know how many we got i i will say the most i have cared about (laughs) There there it is that's the one that was good um the most i have cared about him was in the mandalorian season two like I didn't freak yeah. out when he showed up in the you know the first episode, but when the way they used him, I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, he was he was just like you said, like he was just a man driving through the galaxy, or whatever the fucking. He's a man. What was? He's, uh, he's a man. He's a man. Uh, and he yeah, I, I, he was used well. He wasn't like I thought they were gonna make him like the primary antagonist and like shove him down our throats the entire season. They didn't. They did. They made the very smart choice of him just not having beef with Mando, like that being very quickly resolved, and then just helping him out, which was cool. Um, he just wanted so, his
1: ship back, that's all.
0: Yeah, which
1: is a dope-ass ship. I don't He's, blame it him. It would be like if in Jason X, where that teacher goes, he just wanted his machete back, and then Jason just all of a sudden goes, "Yeah, thanks, <laughs> um, <laughs> drop me off somewhere. I'm going to go. This like is my talks. stops. Stop. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he doesn't just say die. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm not even there yet. <laughs> oh God, you know, geez, man. Um, oh, geez. Yeah, so the trailer was fine. I, I think I'm more optimistic just because I had pretty, not low, but I just didn't have any expectations going into Mando. I mean, I didn't feel the exact same way, but I was just like, okay, whatever. It's new Star Wars content. Like, great. And it, I fucking love <laughs> fucking love Mando. So um, hopefully this is the same thing. I like that they're doing kind of like a underground thing with Tatooine and him being like the new... I hope they call him Boba the Hutt by the end of season one.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but him and like Finnick Shan and... Yeah, I, I, I think if they go that route and keep it grounded, kind of like Mandalorian season one and him like kind of him just de- trying to be like the leader of this underground and, and Tatooine, I'm fine with that. But we'll see. It's not going to be I, I it's not going to be a thing with Mando where I'm 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 not likely going to be like anticipating each episode each week, but. It'll hold me over until Mando season three comes out or until, you know, like Ahsoka comes out, like the, the things that I'm more interested yeah, in.
1: Yeah. Kenobi.
0: Um, but that's
1: what I'm waiting for.
0: I want, I, I need yeah. I needs me some more
1: Ewan McGregor.
0: And they have not announced shit, which is so frustrating because initially it was supposed to be like beginning of the year that was going to come out. Right. But now I think it's been pushed back. That's
1: um, um, every now and then and McGregor pops up and then he's like, yeah, we're doing it. I'm awesome. a lightsaber you could see it and then you know he comes out he sees his shadow and then we know we have two more years to wait
0: (laughs) thank you groundhog uh yeah um yeah so we'll see i I, like i said i watched the trailer earlier today and it didn't leave a big impression i mean I'm, i'm struggling to remember big aspects from it but you know cool I want to see Boba Fett as, like, this ironclad ruler of the the underground. It would be cool. I just hope that, like, with it, we get more news on what they're doing with Mando. Because I feel like it feels like fucking... It doesn't feel like a year since season two. It feels like it's been so long since season two ended. Or I guess it began in, in October. But either way, it feels like it's been, like, five years. And I feel like because Pedro Pascal is shooting... The Last of Us, like that's probably why it's been delayed. Which cool, good for him. I mean, I'm I'm sure he's enjoying that. But um, yeah, just you know, anticipate my needs, Pedro. Do Mando first, and then everything, (laughs) everything comes second. Um, I don't know.
1: know, With Mando, in terms of a season three, I just I can't really put my finger on any kind of realistic expectation because you built a whole thing around him and, and baby Yoda or Grogu. But now how do you continue that? You either have to have him go on without him mm-hmm. at which point Grogu, baby Yoda isn't going to be there, which yeah. is a huge part of your show you lose a, a lot of people watching or, you have to keep giving CGI Luke Skywalker appearances. Um, I mean, I, I know it's a cliche thing, but I I would have been down with the Sebastian Stan. Yes. Yeah, he looks almost exactly like him. Um, he's shown that he can act. Or you have to somehow write school uh, Skywalker off or, you know, Oh, something came up in a distant part of the galaxy, so now he needs. I need you to watch over him until I can get back or some shit. And then it feels a little forced. So um, I think the most likely thing is that he's gonna go for a bit without him. If I had to put my eye on it, uh, I'm like, you know, eyes on the prize. uh, That's probably what I'd be guessing. You'll deal with uh, Halloween Resurrections, Katie Sackhoff again. Um, you know, I, I want to see more Bill Burr just being Bill Burr. Yep. But there's, at the end of season one, you still had a kind of fine line where you can be like, okay, well, okay, maybe this is where they're going to go with it. Or, okay, they teased uh, the Dark Saber and all that stuff. Season mm-hmm. three, I don't know where they're going to go with it. Um, there was rumors of Gina Carano coming back, but I don't, I don't think that's happening.
2: Mm
1: -mm. Uh, it's another thing that all of a sudden people gave a shit about. I remember the rabble rabble and it's like, listen, yeah, you don't, let's not pretend that you care about Gina Carano's voice, (laughs) Gina Carano of american gladiator reboot fame (laughs) which was hosted do you remember the the american gladiators um here's here's trivia name the two announcers of the original american gladiators the two hosts and then name the two hosts of the american gladiators reboot of which gina carano played i want to say crush give me give me
0: something give me a hint for the
1: original Uh, one was a, a Miami Dolphins running back, and the other one. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't know how to because you don't really know wrestling too much. Uh, th- so the original hosts are Mike Adamly and Larry Zonka. Okay, and then the hosts of the revival was Tatiana I- Ali, Muhammad Ali's daughter, and Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. So Gina, Carr, you were there. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So let's, yeah. and hey, what have I done? Nothing. <laughs> but all these people who are suddenly defending Gina Carano, it's like, yeah, they really didn't give a shit about her. Yeah. Are you really talking about her now? Oh, man, I really think Mandalorian lost something big with Gina Carano. Yeah, she really made the show. Yeah. You you can't insert a different character. Just just fucking poochier see she had a she died on the way back to her home planet. She was <laughs> on her way to her home planet, and the friggin Empire
0: blew her ship out of the fucking galaxy. What's the uh, what's the Chevy Chase, the Norm MacDonald movie you always always quote? dirty Just work. Have that be how you write her off. yeah, um so he he got
1: the money and he paid his bookies. <laughs> and the bookies beat him to death anyway.
0: <laughs> so he's dead. You you have Bill That's Bird it. At bye. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just saw her last week. <laughs> well, what happened? Where is she? Oh yeah, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Um you know, she's she was she was fine. I mean she was serviceable, yeah. mm-hmm. but let's not pretend that all of a sudden, you know, Gina Carano's out, and then, oh, my God, we lost our direction for our series. No. The 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 show goes on. She ain't the heart. She ain't the soul of it. Um, But I don't know what they're going to do with Mando season three. Uh, I, I never watched Clone Wars. So, uh, how do you ah, – Ahsoka? Ahsoka, yeah. Ahsoka, okay. I know fuck all about that character. I see Rosario Dawson, and I think of Clerks too, where she's like, "You never go ass to mouth." That's all I think of. <laughs> uh, or Sin City when she is just defiantly, really angry with Clive
0: Owen. Yeah, I'm like, you know, whatever. Oh, I mean, in her defense, I'm all I'm always angry at Clive Owen, but it's because of how attractive he is. Speaking of Clive Owen, I don't know if I actually DVR'd it.
1: But oh, I think it might impeachment. Be right now. Yeah, impeachment, where Clive Owen stars as uh, Bill Clinton. (laughs) I forgot there was a new one tonight. Yeah, I also don't know what. Oh, here it is. Impeachment, American Crime Story. And
2: record.
1: Oh my God, Linda Tripp, you are awful. uh i understand that that's sarah paulson but you kind of make this is okay this is how much i hate linda trip and how much how good sarah paulson is it makes me hate sarah paulson yep i'm like i know she's under there but i fucking hate her <laughs> like if i ever cross a path her, pass her in the street i sound like mike tyson if i ever pass her in three but I can't believe you did that to Monica Lewinsky. Joni Hill's sister, she was so nice to you talking on the phone <laughs> and whatnot. Uh,
0: yeah, that's like the Joaquin Phoenix effect. Like when he played, God, I can't remember his name, in Gladiator for years. Oh, Gladiator.
1: I thought you were talking about inventing the Abbotts. <laughs> <laughs> you know who the worst character in inventing the Abbots is? All of them. Liv Tyler? Oh, well, yeah. She's the worst everything. <laughs> if you ever find a Liv Tyler... This is a little game for everyone to play. If you ever find a Liv Tyler movie and something goes wrong or there is a point of contention, it's always her character's fault. Always her fault. Yep. What's your fault. Yes. I'm fully convinced that her rift... In Armageddon, is what distracted Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis because she had to go lay with Bruce Willis under a tree as he like put animal crackers in her vagina. Wasn't that a scene where he's like pushing it, like he's playing with the animal crackers and shit? He's doing a bad Australian accent. I remember that. That is in Armageddon. (sighs) Oh.
0: Well, I'm scratching that movie off my list. Armageddon,
1: um, which is in the the, uh, the line of movies where Owen Wilson either died or something really bad happened to him. There are so many. He, Owen Wilson dies in Armageddon. He gets his head cut off in The Haunting. Jim Carrey beats the shit out of him in the bathroom in The Cable Guy. <laughs> Meet the Fockers. He builds the, the, and that all goes to shit. And I haven't even gotten into Bottle Rocket or Royal (laughs) Tenenbaum. So,
0: just saying. Owen Wilson. I'm just saying. But you could argue that, despite all of that, the biggest crime to ever happen to him is that he never got his goddamn jet ski in Loki.
1: There's, there's, uh, there's hope. There's hope. I saw one thing that I didn't even notice, but I saw it on one of those YouTube videos, like, things you might have missed in Loki. It's like, it's like Where, 67 things. I, yeah, a million of them, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I missed every single one of them. Uh, <laughs> at the very end, when Loki goes to tell him and then the woman about it, and they're like, who are you? Mm. Very subtle. His hair's different, and his tie is actually... Done the way it's supposed to be. Whereas oh, okay. for the bulk of it, his hair's a little different and his tie is undone. Yeah. I was just like very you know, it's a cool well, little, like that.
0: Yeah, a little yeah. detail. Yeah.
1: I like so that's our talk about Mandalorian, Owen Wilson.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cast Owen Wilson. Let him replace Gina Carano. Um Ooh. yeah, I think uh I think it's kind of a blank slate. I think what they're trying to build to with with Mando, but also with uh, what's it called? The one that she was going to be the lead of. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. And I think they're doing another show. I think they're trying to build all of these shows to an eventual war on Mandalore. Um, so whether season three addresses that or that's later, I think that's a possibility of what season three could be about. Because otherwise, you're right. There's not really much else to do. Like I, I don't imagine Mando... I just don't see what he goes back to doing after this, because I, th- I even think he wouldn't even go back to being a bounty hunter, because that was kind of the whole point of his character arc, was like he found you know, yeah. like kind of the, like the something worth fighting for. So I think the biggest thing will be the Darksaber, because Bo-Katan feels that that's hers. Um, so, and it was hers. So in, in Rebels, uh, which is the one after Clone Wars, that's where she, that character is introduced. And she mm-hmm. Yeah and Katie Sackhoff voiced her in that So it was cool to see Oh okay action.
1: Halloween Resurrections Katie Sackhoff
0: Exactly <laughs> um, She
1: gets her head cut off in Halloween Resurrection Can't and wait to has, see that She has a headset with a webcam So then they cut to the webcam feed Of her head of um, <laughs> Rolling down
0: <the> stairs <laughs> Oh brutal It's really, um, pretty neat <laughs> It's pretty neat Uh, Yeah, she she has the dark saber at one point by the by the time that show ends, she is in possession of it. So something has to have happened between that and Mando when what's his ass Gus from Breaking Bad gets it. Um, And then it is Mando's. So I I imagine season three will also involve her challenging him for it or like wanting to get the dark saber back. Um, But, you know, who knows? Just give us more Bill Burr. Give us another like prison break episode with Bill Bill Burr and I'll be happy because that was clear in a away my favorite episode of season one was the especially when Mando goes like full predator on them at the end of the episode. Oh, it's so good. So good. So, so I posted
1: on the Facebooks. The Books of Faces. Anyone who had any questions they wanted to ask us about the fried taters... Uh, and we, we actually, they're mostly, I think, uh, Dan and Steven, Ted Dance, and Becker. Uh, now, the first one, well, Dan says, my friend uh, Raquel is wondering where babies come from. Um,
0: From the butt. Yep. It's a butt baby. When uh, a mother and father love each other very much, they... Get a pre-order one on Wish.com. <laughs> yes, I think, yeah, I and mean, yeah. Um, Some of them fall on their head when they come out, and oh then gosh. They, that's how they become Dan Faccera. Just kidding, I love you, Dan. That's how they become Minnesota
1: Viking fans. you no, uh, <laughs> also said my friend John is wondering what you think of having Jeans Bond as a woman. Now. Interestingly enough, who knew that would connect to your opening rant? If James Bond is a woman, okay. Who gives a fuck? Who it's not like it's not like the people who played James Bond are suddenly gonna, you know, dust away like Thanos just snapped his fingers. Oh yeah. my God! No, someone save Timothy Dalton! Damn it! <laughs> you know, uh, he's been through enough that's that's fine i mean especially yes. if the you know i don't think we've gotten confirmation for it but i think it's a given a lot of people expect that 007 is just the code name james mm-hmm. bond is probably not the real name so yeah. well did you see did you see the new movie no i didn't is it but, out
0: yeah oh shit! Uh, <laughs> it's long as shit and it's whatever i watched it because it's daniel craig's last um and he's great but in that movie, this isn't a spoiler, it's a big part of the movie, when, and when it begins, he's in retirement and there's oh. a, a female agent working under the title of 007. So, oh, okay. So there you go. Like, if they do it with her, that's cool. Like, great. She was very good in the movie. Um, What's Her Name from Knives Out is also in it, so she'd be a great choice as well. Uh, yeah. um,
1: yeah. So, like, if, you if you know, if that's your thing and you want to go see the movie, cool. If it's not your thing
0: and you have something against women, then you know what? Uh, you got fucking problems, so maybe stay yeah. out of the... Also, you got 20, what, 24 movies you can go watch, and that will still be man. there.
1: If you want to go watch fucking Moon Raper starring Ben Affleck, then... Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, you don't like Kevin Smith, so you probably don't get that joke. Nope. And oh, James I thought it was just a rape joke because of James no, no, Bond. No, In, in <laughs> Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, they're on the Miramax lot, and there's a billboard for Ben Affleck. But it says that he is Moon Raper. It's a big, giant, fucking billboard. (laughs) Um. So, uh, anyway, yeah. uh, Let me see. John is wondering what your favorite Mel Brooks movies are, along with your favorite quotes from those movies. My favorite quotes, probably. I don't know, man. This John John. and just fucking hanging around with him, man. Uh, they're going to, they're going to redo, uh, Midnight Run starring Dan and his friend John. Um, God, uh, where the white woman at from Blazing Saddles. That's probably my favorite <laughs> That's a good one. one. Yep. Uh, I mean, of course I remember the first time, you know, it's probably the, the, the moment, the single moment in any, you could try to guess the movie. There's one scene, one particular bit in one Mel Brooks movie that the first time I saw it, I could not stop myself from laughing. One very specific bit, which had to do with a character from a different movie. I'm assuming
0: it's Spaceballs. It is Spaceballs, yes. Um... I, I like I like spaceballs. I, I that's the one I don't remember very well, so I, I can't imagine what the bit is. Do you remember when they're in the diner?
1: Yeah, and the little, um, ze- the tiny xenomorph mm-hmm. pops out. Oh the yeah, cane and the top hat. Yeah, yeah. The first time I saw <laughs> that, I didn't know what I was watching. I was like, "What is going on?" And I could not stop myself from laughing yeah um <clears throat> you know young frankenstein is great mm-hmm. uh blazing saddles i if i had to go with my favorite it's probably Spaceballs. uh okay plus i'm i'm just huge fan of rick moranis too yep. so it's yeah i'd probably go with Spaceballs. even though my favorite quote is from blazing saddles what about you
0: yeah It's probably, uh, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I feel like people don't talk about the producers enough. Um, I fucking love the producers. Uh, And then, yeah, maybe Blazing Saddles. I don't know. I don't even know if I've seen all of his movies. I think I've seen seen Young Frankenstein. I've seen Blazing Saddles. I've seen uh, the producers. I have seen Spaceballs. It's just been a really long time. Um, But I think it's just those four. So... Yeah, out of those four, it's probably the producers, um, and that's the one that I, oddly enough, the one that I go back to and quote uh, more than others. Like just the other day, we were uh, a group of friends and I were at a Halloween party. And we were playing some kind of code names or some game like that, and I was trying to come up with a a hint for the word spring. And the first word I thought of was Hitler, and no one knew what I was talking about. I was like, "Springtime for Hitler! Come on." <laughs> Um, yeah, it's the producers though. It's Gene Hackman is, I mean, Gene Hackman, Jesus Christ. No, I just invalidated everything I just said. Gene Wilder is incredible in that movie.
1: Hackman. Uh, so next thing that Stephen Becker said, he posted a a uh, football thing. He said name a forgotten running back, and he said he would start off with Najee Davenport. Now. Arguably, he's, so he was, he, correct, was a back, I don't know <laughs> he was a running back.
0: Who uh, that is? He was running back
1: in the early two thousands. Who was drafted by the Packers, mm-hmm. and eventually he played uh, for the Steelers. Hmm. Which, because he played for the Steelers, is a, why I'm guessing Stephen brought him up. Now, I respond him with, "I'm definitely going to talk about Davenport. You're going to have to listen, and this is why." So, Najee Davenport,
2: they. He got arrested.
1: Hmm. Now. (laughs) He. So before. He was drafted. In the NFL. He broke into a girl's dorm room.
2: And. (laughs) Was in her
1: closet. Taking a shit. Into her laundry basket.
0: Oh my god.
1: And I've pulled it up on Wikipedia and the way that it's worded here is hilarious. It says prior to entering the NFL, Davenport allegedly broke into the dorm room of a Barry university woman and defecated in a laundry basket on April 1st, 2002. So maybe it was just an April fool's joke. Uh, A woman sleeping in the room told police she was startled by a strange grunting sound and observed Davenport in a squatted position, evacuating his bowels and voiding into a laundry hamper in her closet. Um, Davenport maintained his innocence after the hearing, demanding outside of the courthouse, where's the evidence? Where's the manure? I know I didn't do it. I just wanted to get it over with. Um, so when he goes to the NFL, he had two nicknames. One was Dump Truck, And the other one was Dookie. Uh, And while playing for the Packers, a portable commode was placed inside of his locker during training camp and a spirited letter writing campaign to the Green Bay team equipment manager asking that he be issued jersey number two for (laughs) practice thank you steven you don't know what you did when you oh my god davenport the as soon mirror? as i saw Najee davenport i was like i gotta talk about when he's in this girl's hamper <laughs> like i got it
0: where's the poop robin Where... um <laughs> jesus um uh... but for for um
1: ju- you know just i know steven will probably uh uh get this i'm gonna go so uh a forgotten running back. I am going to go with uh, Packers third-string running back and special teams guy who won, who was on the uh, the Super Bowl-winning team from '96. I'm gonna go with my dude, number 32, Travis Jervey. Mm. No one has ever. I love, I appreciate that you're like,
0: hmm. Even though. You have no clue who the fuck this guy is. No so. clue. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I don't I can't contribute much. I know because even the ones I'm thinking of, I don't, I don't know the sports sports world well enough to know if they're like unsung or whatever. But just like say, the people
1: just say Deuce McAllister.
0: I was like I was tempted. I was <laughs> I was gonna be like, This guy no one's ever heard of. Uh do people still talk about Wendell Tyler? Like is he a is that a no. name that people so, talk about? No. Okay, I just remember that name. Obviously, it's before my time, but my dad was a big fan. Um, I know he played for the Rams, so I hate the Rams. But I just remember he was watching him was fun because he he was a very good player. That's that's all I got
1: though. Hey, that works. Um, another one by Becker. It says, "What is your favorite and least favorite Tom Cruise movie?" His favorite is A Few Good Men, and his least favorite is Valkyrie. Hmm. Interesting
0: so, least favorite. Yeah. I had just like I don't feel any strong feelings at all towards Valkyrie, like dislike or like. um, Okay.
2: Tom
1: Cruise. Uh, Least favorite would probably be The Mummy. Yep, that was a really big shit dumpster fire. Yep, that was really really bad. Um, my favorite. Tom Cruise movie. I mean, there are a lot. Jeez, man, he's... Do you go Mission Impossible? Do you do you go Interview with a Vampire? Do you go Top Gun?
0: Um. Yeah, somehow he's done Interview with a Vampire, but Top Gun is still the gayest movie he's ever made. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Beach Volleyball, man. That's right, uh, Gene Schwartz. Gosh, I mean... I'm even tempted to pick the color of money. Oh, okay. I thought oh. you were gonna say Tropic Thunder, which I would absolutely accept. <laughs> uh, color of money my, is great. And
1: there's Jerry Maguire. Yep. Uh, Collateral. He was absolutely amazing. Great movie. Yeah. I, I will go probably with my favorite, the one that I have the most fun with. Probably gone to my head. Oh man! And I, I got to preface this to say that, like five minutes later, I'm gonna be like, oh, I wish I should have changed my answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Mission Impossible: uh, Ghost Protocol.
0: Hell yeah! Uh, that's easily my favorite Mission Impossible movie. Um, or you know, The Last Samurai. <laughs>
2: Jesus
0: <laughs> Uh, I love white savior movies. Um, let's see, least favorite is yeah, probably the Mummy. I mean, he doesn't even the ones that are bad. He's still fun to watch in them. So even like something like Oblivion was such a boring movie, but he he did his best. Uh, but the Mummy is just, especially because I love I love the Brendan Fraser movies. Um, so yeah, that movie's garbage. Uh, favorite would probably be either Collateral or I don't watch it a ton because it's. Pretty slow, but I do love Minority Report. Um, I think that's one of Spielberg's underrated movies. So, yeah, yeah one of those two, but probably Collateral, just because, obviously, I mean, Heat is my favorite of all time. So, Collateral. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, I think... I don't know if we have
1: any other questions. do 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 uh, it's just uh, let me see, Becker said Amos Zaraway, aka one of the many running backs the Steelers tried to replace Jerome Bettis with in the early 2000s that never worked out uh, see also Staley, comma, Deuce and Haynes, comma, Um yeah, I mean if I went through like obscure Packers running backs Packers fans now probably wouldn't know it. Um yeah. gosh, even before Dorsey Levins, before Amon Green, before Edgar Bennett, they had Keith Brookside, they had Brent Fullwood. Um you know. You gotta you gotta you gotta appreciate the and I appreciate Steven uh Steven. Steven, my lisp is gone, punch. Um Unsung running backs, I mean, gosh. And a lot of the players that I remember, it's just because of all the times I spent with, like, football cards. Yeah. I can still picture them in my head. Mm-hmm. Can't, you know, if only there was a way to put that to good use.
0: <laughs> no. Turn that into a job. Oh, gosh. If only. Um, yeah. Right. Let's, uh, let's play a quick game, just because Tom Cruise got me in the mood for, like, a, an actor game. Let's play a quick Desert Island for one actor. And we'll be out of here. Um, let's see. Let's go. I'm trying to think of someone because we, we've recycled quite a few and done a couple actors. But let's go with.
1: Hi, I'm Liv Tyler. Won't you want to hear about my new movie? <laughs> Shut
2: up,
0: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, it could be cruel and say one movie of hers that you have to watch for the rest of your life. But I won't. Um, let's see. I could probably pick one but you know. Yeah. Uh, let's say <coughs> Let's say do 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 fried daters do in the spirit of of shitty uh spin-off movies about anti-heroes that we don't need and our great audio clip. Let's say the four Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies. Ooh, so I get four Dwayne
1: Rock Johnson movies. Um, I am going to go with uh, Fast Five. Um, I'm going to go with the, best. Uh,
2: the Rundown. I
1: shall go with Walking Tall. Mm-hmm. And I shall go with The Mummy Returns. Shitty CGI and all. It's just super shitty CGI. But I'm (laughs) like, you know what? I don't care. It's
0: just a fun movie. Yep. Um, Okay, let's see. I'm going to go... He's better in Fast Five, but I fucking love Fate of the Furious. So I'm going to say Fate of the Furious. Uh, I'm going to say Gridiron Gang. Let's say... It's just not of the Tooth Fairy. I'm not going to say the Tooth Fairy. Um, God, those
1: two. Say the game plan. <laughs> I know, I thought about that, too. They, uh, say the uh, Be Cool. The <laughs>
0: sequel to Get Shorty. There's I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to cheat. I'm gonna say my third. My third is the the first Jumanji movie he made, cause it was it was all right. It was pretty good. Okay. Oh, yeah. My fourth movie is a movie I have not <laughs> seen yet, but you've hyped it up for me so much that I really want to watch it. And I'm gonna say, uh, and I now I can't even fucking think of the name of the movie. But the uh, the guy who made Donnie Darko, the second movie he made. Oh my god! Don't put no.
1: I, you, <laughs> you're not. You're, you are not allowed. To pick south tales pick. there it is it is did i ever read the back of this to you uh
0: no <clears throat> let's finish <throat> out the,
1: the episode mm-hmm. with that
2: <laughs>
1: <clears throat> okay in 2001 uh writer director richard kelly achieved cult status with donnie darko in a short debut featuring Exploring deep existential questions through the lens of 80s nostalgia. Five years later, he followed up with a giant piece of shit. Now, um, with a more ambitious and even more bewildering sophomore ever. That's true, bewildering. In which forces of totalitarianism and anarchism collide against the backdrop of a post-apocalyptic near-future world. The beguiling and baffling Southland sales. So, Los Angeles, 2008. As the, sti- as the city stands on the brink of social, economic, and environmental chaos, the fates of an eclectic set of characters, including an amnesia-stricken action star, Dwayne Johnson, an adult film star developing her own reality TV project, Sarah Michelle Geller. That's right and a police officer whose identity has split into two, Sean William Scott, intertwine with each other and the whole of humanity. Now your cast, Dwayne Johnson, Sean William Scott, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Nora Dunn, Christopher Lambert, John Larroquette, Bai Ling, John Lovitz, Mandy Moore, Sherry O'Terry, Amy Poehler, um kevin smith and justin
0: timberlake southland tales go watch it you know what i'm gonna say now we have a week i'm gonna watch it before next uh next week's episode it's gonna happen within a week (laughs) god damn it
2: (laughs) goodbye everybody